Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about math. That's right, math. We humans are used to linear thinking. It's how many of us interact with our physical world. When you double the distance, it takes twice as long to get there. If the price goes up by a dollar, well, you need to take one more dollar out of your wallet. This is all linear thinking. It's the way we're used to seeing the world. We're not accustomed to thinking of exponential functions. Exponential functions accelerate. These are the functions where the number in the exponent is greater than one. Your parents no doubt taught you about the power of compounding. They probably used the example of compound interest and how, over time, with the power of compounding, you can multiply your earnings. As a species, we humans are terrible at understanding this. Most people don't save money because they can't see the tangible benefit in the short term. They don't pay down their debt because they also can't see the tangible benefit in the short term. In the past month, we've had a real-life tangible experience playing out in the headlines, and governments all over the world still don't understand the math. The very first few documented cases of the Omicron variant showed up in North America around the end of November. The number of documented cases doubled every few days. Now, if the actual number of cases is higher than the documented cases, because we have a large number of asymptomatic cases, then the real rate of doubling is much quicker. Let's imagine that the actual number of cases is doubling every single day. We're not too far off in that math. In a country of 330 million people, you could go a fair bit of time with a low number of cases as a percentage of the total population. In the first two weeks, you'll only have about 16,000 cases in the entire nation. Nothing to panic about. What's the big deal? A week later, that number is now a million cases, and by the end of week four, you're now at 268 million people infected. Now, of course, the way infection works, the transmission will eventually be stunted by those who have built-in immunity to the disease. So the actual number of people infected approaches a significant percentage of the population, you'll see that rate of doubling decline. This is the so-called herd immunity. But seeing case counts multiply in the news makes for a jarring experience. It's resulted in massive reactions, some overreactions and some underreactions. Governments all over the world have not been uniform in their response. In some cases, governments that understood the math reacted very early to try and buy some time before the massive wave of infections hit. Now, of course, buying time is only helpful if you do something productive with the extra time. Maybe you use the extra time to procure more antiviral medication to treat the critically ill. But if you don't do anything with the time, there was no point. Some governments wait until the numbers were high before implementing any changes. At that point, it's far too late to influence the outcome. The horses have left the barn and closing the door won't bring them back. Exponential functions are both powerful and dangerous, depending whether they're helping or hindering you. Let's look at interest rates. Imagine you're an investor. That shouldn't be hard for most of you listening to this show. Let's imagine that your annualized rate of return on your money is a respectable 7% on an annual basis. After 20 years, you would have accumulated 3.9 times your initial investment. Imagine instead that rather than a 7% rate of return on your money, you're getting a 9% rate of return on your money. Well, after 20 years, instead of getting 3.9 times your initial investment, you're going to get 5.6 times the initial investment. And if your annualized rate of return is 18%, you can expect to get 27.4 times your money. Now, an 18% rate of return is not commonplace, but it's not that rare either. In the world of real estate investing, we can routinely see those types of returns for certain types of projects. And I believe it's important for you as an investor to have multiple projects. That's part of diversification. But I also think 
it's important for you to try and get a few of those home run projects within your investment career. The fact is, you only need a couple in your entire lifetime. Imagine if you had a single project deliver a 22% annualized return. Not very common, but again, not unheard of. It would return you 53.4 times your money after 20 years. You don't need many of those in your portfolio. In fact, I would argue you'd be just fine with one of those in your lifetime. Now let's look at the opposite situation. Let's look at inflation. Imagine that inflation's running at 2%, as has been reported for much of the past decade. After 20 years of 2% inflation, the currency would have lost a third of its purchasing power. But imagine instead of inflation running at 2%, it was running, say, at 3%. Not a very big difference. Now, after 20 years, the currency would have lost 45% of its value. Or imagine that inflation is running at 7.1%, as was reported last month by the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. After 20 years, the currency would have lost 75% of its purchasing power. And if inflation were to go even higher, and by the way, I'm seeing signs that it will, at 10% inflation, the currency would lose 85% of its purchasing power after 20 years. See, many of us experience the world in a linear fashion. We're not accustomed to exponential functions. But if you can train yourself to see the world through that non-linear way of thinking, you can have a massive competitive advantage over the rest of the world. So you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.